Welcome back to a very special episode of Australian Survivor Talking Tribal. I am Kanong, and today I'm sitting here with our sole survivor, Liz. My God, I cannot believe it. You've won. How do you feel? Congratulations. <laughs> I'm freaking out, Khan. I cannot believe it. What the actual beep. I never thought I would get to this point. My mind is blown. Like, what the hell? How? Oh, I love it. I love it, babe. How confident did you feel with your pitch in the final trial? Like, did you feel good? To be fair, I swear to you, I blacked out. I don't remember anything I said. I was so nervous that it was honestly like word vomit. I'd obviously rehearsed it all day. So it was in my brain, but when it got to it, obviously Matt and Jerry were before me. And when it was my turn, I was like sick in the stomach. I thought I was gonna throw up and it was just coming out like word vomit. So I'm looking forward to watching it because I couldn't even tell you what I said. Look, honestly, I, I saw it and you held yourself perfectly. It was the best pitch out of the three. Look, you played the game on the Villains Tribe. Do you feel like you like, playing as a villain helped your game? I think definitely. I think playing as a villain allowed me to be a savage. It allowed me to make harsh moves, not giving a rats about other people's feelings and just sticking true to who I am as a person in the real world. So I think being a villain was me to the T. Like I'm a sassy queen and that's how I play. Talking about sassy queens, um, you had a really great relationship with Shawnee. And then we see George blindside both you and Shawnee by getting rid of her. How did that feel? That felt like a stab in the guts. I mean, George really dogged me by getting rid of Shawnee and I definitely never let that go. I kept that in my back pocket and I knew that at the right time, I had to strike a George and get rid of him. And that's exactly what I did because you don't mess with the girls. You don't mess with the Shiz Alliance. And when it was necessary, George got the boot. I love it. Did you did you feel as though he kind of stabbed you again by getting rid of Shawnee from the jury? I couldn't believe it because I was sitting there and I was looking at George and I was like, are you taking the piss, bro? Like, Shawnee is our girl because if, Sha if I'm not there, Shawnee is voting for you too. Yeah. But I know that George's move was tactical. It was for his game. He wanted to prove to Matt and Jerry that he was with them and putting me on the outs, which just pissed me off even more because that made me feel like, okay, George, we aren't a team. And if you had it your way, I'd be out the door. So bye Felicia. Look, it was a great move staying with George all the way pretty much up until the end. As a new player, how was it playing with returnees? To be honest, I feel like I went into the game really open-minded. I didn't come in with any tactics or any strategy. I kind of came in with an open mind and I wanted to learn from everyone around me. And mm. thankfully, I organically formed a relationship with Shawnee and George, who are by far the best players ever. And I feel like you could say I'm their child. Like I've got a little bit of George, I've got a little bit of Shawnee, and then I've just made it my own. So I think I embraced the experience, I embraced the returning players and I took it in my stride and I made the game my own and... Here you are, half a million dollars richer. <laughs> okay, so you learned a lot in the game, but did you prepare before coming into the game? Absolutely not. I had obviously watched a bunch of seasons leading up to it. 
as a young girl, but I was in London on a girl's trip, having the time of my life. And then I flew on into Samoa and I just opened it with open arms and I just took it for what it was. And I entered the game with a fresh mind. And I don't know, I just, I felt like my approach was really casual. I took it day by day. I didn't really project too far into the future because as you know, like the game just changes so fast every day. So my whole theory was take each day as it comes and then just build from it and learn as you go. We see you this season really dominate in challenges and especially the final challenge. You were there for four hours and 10 minutes. What were you thinking? Like, what was getting you through that? To be fair, I feel like because I was there with Matt, Jerry and George, I knew that if I lost, I was done for. So in my mind, I think I took a little bit of my whole athletic mental state and I just channeled my focus and I knew that I had to win. I knew that if I fell off, I was done. And I think it was really special having Daniel there, my partner, because he knows everything I've been through as a professional athlete and he knows what it takes for me to perform at my best. So I just went into the zone and I thought, there is no way you're peeling me off this ledge unless I'm literally dead. You were asking for more. I think, were you trying to make the challenge go faster? Why were you trying to, like, what was going through? What was happening there? I think because I knew as the challenge progressed that I would be the last one standing. A, I was obviously dying, so I wanted to wanted it to go faster. But secondly, I knew that if I kept on pushing the other contestants and they were kind of threatened by my aggressive nature and threatened by the fact that I was so confident in myself that they would fall. And so I kept telling JLP, you know, let's go further, let's go more, like push us to the limit and see what we can do. Because I knew in my mind that there was absolutely no way that I was stepping off. There was no way that I was losing this challenge. And in a way, I just wanted it to wrap up faster because it was obviously so painful. Oh, I love it. I love it. So you you mentioned your um, partner, Daniel, earlier in the conversation. Now that you've won Survivor and you've got the $500,000, what's next? Are you going to put the pressure on? Honestly, my mind is still just like, what is going on? I haven't really thought about it. I feel like I want to be smart with my earnings. I want to invest them and, you know, set up my future for myself and my family. I'm obviously going to buy myself a Louis at some point. Um, A few nice little shiny things. But to be fair, like, I just want to invest this money, look after my family, look after my loved ones and just... I don't know, it's not about winning the money for me. It's about the whole journey and the experience and the fact that I got to push myself to this limit and prove to myself that I am so capable of doing so much more than I ever thought I was possible in doing. Uh, Babe, you did an amazing job. Like, can you just tell me that last tribal when you were walking in as a final three, how was that? Honestly, it was... Like, I was so nervous. I couldn't even tell you how I was feeling. It was all a blur. But I knew that coming into that last pitch that it was essentially a do or die moment. And I had to execute and I had to put it all on the line. And I knew that going up against Matt and Jerry, who were both extremely strong players, that I had to pitch for my life. And I feel like I did that. I really told the jury what I had done, why I deserve it. And in the end, I was sole survivor. And like, 
what the actual, like how? I know, it's so good though. It's so good. Okay, I know that like this is like not at the top of your mind, but would you play again knowing that you've won it this time? Would you go again? Of course I would go again. <laughs> the queen is on her throne and I am telling everyone right now, I will be the first back-to-back winner in Australian Survivor. Just give me a year. I need a year just to like chill, like yeah. get active again, kind of find my feet, let the trauma pass. But in a few years time, babe, I'm back, I'm there and I'm ready to go again. Oh, I love it. I love it. Now tonight, let's talk about you've won. Are you celebrating? You bet I am, sister. I'm so excited. I've got a bunch of my girlfriends here from Perth. My sister's in Melbourne. Obviously, my beautiful partner Daniel's here. My dad's actually flown in from Russia to watch the finale, which is just like my heart breaks. So we're having a big celebration and we're so excited. And I just can't wait to share it with all of my favourite people. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Congratulations again. Have a wonderful night. Soak it all up and just celebrate yourself like because you did such an amazing job. Thank you, Khan. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Australian Survivor Talking Tribal, a Network 10 podcast.